Hello and welcome to the commentary for The Kingery Season 5, Episode 1. Uh, I'm Chris Stoddard, uh, I'm the director, and joining me is Jeffrey Bridges, the writer for this episode. Hello, Christopher, how you doing? I'm doing good, I'm doing good, and uh, how are you doing? I'm doing great, here we are, Season 5, it's very exciting. Oh yes, yes, especially after what happened last season. <laughs> yeah, well, this episode, you know, I mean, uh, the finale was rather... Um, violent and rather, uh, I suppose, twisty and shocking in its revelations. And so this episode is kind of a complete 180 from that. You know, it's a very different tone, much more laid back. I mean, once you get past the the, the very beginning opening scene, but yeah, it's much it's much different. Yeah, it's actually kind of nice. It sort of ties up uh, season four. Although, yeah. Well, not all the loose ends, but uh, a lot <laughs> no, of them. Never all, but yeah, some. Yeah, the, you know, this whole season uh, kind of came about when uh, we came up with the ending for season four, which we thought was great. You know, Tommy shoots Yamada, and it's on television or whatever, and it's broadcast to everybody. We're like, that's so great. And then we're like, well, how's he going to get out of that? How does he get? And, the, well, the answer was, obviously, he doesn't. So, I mean, that's, you know, and that it gives us an entirely new story direction for this season. So uh, all kinds of new stuff to explore. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we got to see, uh, uh, at least last season, we got to see Major kick some butt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, we heard a little bit of that, uh, along with some other stuff in the previously. And now we are into the very first scene, and we have uh, Tommy played by uh, Pete uh, Milan, and then uh, Sox played by uh, Renee Christine Jones, and Major on the phone here, played by M. Ciro Garcia. Yeah, Major kind of freaking out as, as, you know, her job is to be there with Tommy and keep him safe, and she's not there, so that's like, you know, you're taking away her, like, main function, and so it's, it's going to kind of melt her brain down, so. Yep. Yep. And especially when, you know, the only uh, ally he's got with him is Socks, who's not necessarily the uh, brightest sock in the drawer, you know. <laughs> yeah, but she's got her point. She's got some good points about her. You don't let me. No, so- Socks is kind of catching. I'm totally mixing my metaphors now. Just, I'm sounding like an idiot just because I'm talking about her. But uh, no, 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 she's not an idiot, you know. But she's a. Uh, I love Socks. Uh, she's one of my favorite new additions we've made over the past couple seasons. She's she's just a lot of fun. Oh yeah, I definitely agree. Are you sure you know what you're doing? Yeah. Thanks for everything, boy. And this, uh, yeah, with Tommy just sort of uh, laying down and taking it here, we kind of uh, figured. You know, after all he's been through, Let me save you the he's trouble. just tired. He's tired of it all. He's just wiped out, and he's had enough. So. And that would be me for both of those cops. <laughs> <laughs> did we did we forget a casting call, perhaps? Uh, no, actually, they, there were only a couple lines, so I was like, ah, I'll just go ahead. And, ah, okay. Um, I had, they're just twins, that's all, right? Yeah, they didn't sound twin like one, one had an accent, the other one Well, didn't. yeah, maybe they, they were twins and one just grew up <laughs> half a world... Ah, uh, whatever. <laughs> and then uh, we have uh, some... Uh, for the uh, press members, we have myself, uh, uh, Cat Pride taking... Uh, uh, doing some extra walla work for us, uh, and then a new addition, uh, someone I found online, uh, uh, 
young woman by the name of Brooke Angel, and uh, uh, we'll hear more from her as the press in this episode. <laughs> very nice. That sounded really nice there, the, the sort of chorus of voices calling out. It was very nicely done. Well, with only three people, I actually duplicated a lot of it, so it, it came out really good. It did, yeah. It, sound, it works. It actually worked with just me and Kat, and then, uh, you know, I added one other person, so. Mm-hmm. What are they staring at? It's not every day someone of your stature is brought in. Or does what you just did on Galactic Television. Go about your business. And there's a good old Brannis. Yep. Oh, wait, that's Who is there. kind of, I don't know, I feel like he's kind of, mean to step on he's toes. torn. He wants to be... Bad, but or not bad. He wants to, you know, stick it to Tommy. But after what he did for uh, Maddie in the season finale, right. he's like, he's totally changed towards Tommy. Yeah, it, uh, he, he's very conflicted because I mean things were easier for him until Maddie got hurt and Tommy came in and you know uh, uh, helped them keep her safe. So it's you can kind of see where he's all. You know, my job is to put you away, but you did this really good thing for a friend of mine. So he's yeah, he's kind of. Torn between it all. Oh, and uh, just so we know, uh, Paul Lavelle is uh, Brannis, and here we have uh, uh, Madeline Gray, played by Alicia Lane Matheson. Uh, and then uh, Mike Winters as uh, Captain Richards. Yeah, and there was the. Uh, the uh, same old Greyhawk that was uh, mentioned, I think it was way back in season one, uh, that it was an old nickname that uh, Madeline had picked up, and Tommy knew it, and had told someone to use it as sort of a code word, I think it was uh, way back in season one, and so that was something I just kept in the back of my mind as we were going to try to, you know, tie back into it at some point. Which I'm sure tickles you in all the right places. Can we not... Do this again. Sorry, old habits die hard. Have a seat. Yeah, and here you've got a, a kind of a takeoff on all those times Maddie uh, would barge into Tommy's office and start giving him crap, and here she comes in, but it's you know very different situation. Yep. The guy can dream, right? It was really interesting to write because the dynamic had shifted so much from where they started off, and so it was um it was very uh, I don't know it felt very fresh and different for the for these two. It was. If, if you kind of look over the course of the several seasons, um, since Maddie first came in in the middle of season one, uh, their relationship has really sort of evolved and been on this big arc. And it's still changing, and we'll continue to do that through the rest of the season, which is one of the things we wanted to uh, get into this season, Maddie and Tommy and how they kind of relate to each other. and Not necessarily, you know, that they're going to be dating or what have you, but just their relationship as people and, and how they see each other. So. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's been hinted at in the that in the past they may have dated or they were at least friends. Yes, and there was at least one kiss. So yes, at some point. Ah, <laughs> uh, and here we find that. Yes, and this is where Maddie learns the truth of the season finale. Yes. I had a background check done on that guy, and there was nothing. It was totally clean. Paul gave a little bit of uh, ad lib on that one. He's like, oh, "I'm never contracting that shit out again." <laughs> Just throwing in a couple curse words. <laughs> well, that's always, you know, fitting on Kingery. So, why yeah. not? 
<laughs> yeah. Especially uh, if you work on a bunch of our other, um, you know, PG shows and stuff where you can't do stuff like that. You might as well just toss them out once you can, you know, working on Kingery. So <laughs> get it out of your system. Feels yeah. good. I think the one word that I always look for in an ad lib is Jesus fucks, since that's the new catchphrase. <laughs> that always gets that's in right. somehow. That <laughs> started up from uh, the uh, season three finale, right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Right, and we've right. just sort of run with it since then. Yeah, right when I started uh, on the Kingery, that was the ah. line. It was, yeah. I believe the line was Jesus, period, fuck, and it was just put together as Jesus fuck, and it's just staying like that since. <laughs> it's just grown. I think I even recently heard it over on the line. I was so proud. So. <laughs> it's spreading. That was another ad lib in there from uh, Pete. Uh, I don't remember what the actual line was, but uh, he had a couple ad libs on uh, different takes for the the SOL uh, bodies. Right. And I well, loved how he said meat puppets. I was like, oh, that makes It's very descriptive, I, I will say. And he did it for what? Some extra cash? How can you do that to someone who And Alicia just did an awesome job. I mean, the number of takes that she had in this scene alone that just conveyed so much emotion, that they were incredible. Yeah, she did a great job. All those years, I was so sure it was you. And this here, too, of course, is something that's uh, very hard for, for Maddie to process. It's it's a whole paradigm shift. You know, she spent her whole life since Martin got shot thinking it was Tommy's fault and blaming him and trying to find a way to, you know, put him away. And, you know, when you find out your entire life's work has been built on something that's not true, you know, I, I figure that would be really, really hard for somebody to cope with. So, yep. Even someone as strong and awesome as Maddie, so you, you'll see her dealing with that for a bit of this season. Well, she, I mean, at least in uh, season four, she really got emotional whenever she mentions her dad, so. Yeah. He was a killer. He was trying to assassinate me. He was also trying to assassinate you. Okay, I'm glad that one failed, too. It was, it was kind of self-defense. And uh, Tommy is just like... I do have to. Uh, the least he's trying to show that he... I don't know. I, I felt the whole this whole scene here, he was trying to say, you know, like, oh, I don't want to be in prison. That was his undertone. But then, you know, the way the lines were delivered were, like, perfect, spot on by Pete, where it's like, I don't really care. You know, <laughs> I'm in jail. This is where I'm going to be. Yeah, he's he's just done, you know. He's like... I get to sleep, and people will feed me and leave me alone. That's not a bad deal after the stuff he's been through. So, um, yeah, because you can imagine, you know, finding out about Sandrine and Yamada and everything was really tough on him. And that was after, you know, he lost the kingery and had just got back, and his mother died. And it was, you know, he's he's we've been kicking the crap out of him for several seasons. So uh, we figured he he decided he'd had enough. So. So here we have uh, Asa getting out of the hospital. Asa played by Carl Glassmeyer. And we have Kat uh, doing another double duty here as the nurse. Alright, we'll do 
Although, you know, now the image of uh, Asa operating heavy machinery is kind of amusing. I don't know. Yeah. I better have to work that in sometime. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was expecting, uh, I'm expecting that in the future. It's gonna be, he's probably going to end up, like, saving Tommy somehow, but he's going to be, like, in a forklift or something. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, look out! <laughs> this needs to happen, yes. I'm going to freak it up at the writer's chat. <laughs> Waiting around long enough to find out. I'm gonna go call the cops. And here we see it looks like uh, some of Yamada's men are still hanging around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, once Tommy gets uh, picked up by the cops and they know he's in prison, that that the kind King of changes their outlook on the Kingery. So, one, yep. Silver linings. And there we have it. I think this might be the shortest Kingery episode we've ever had. Mm, no, actually, I believe last season we had an 11-minute episode. Oh, wow, okay. I stand corrected. Yeah, I mean, there was one that was really short that I had to actually stretch to get above 10 minutes. Wow. It was only, like, three scenes. It was it was not long at all. Probably 10 pages. <laughs> well, in any case, there you have it. And there's a lot of uh, uh, setup going on here for uh, all the crazy stuff that's going to come this season. So I hope you stick around and check it out, folks, because we're doing a whole bunch of stuff, again, uh, that we've never done on this show before. So uh, we keep trying to take it new places and do new stuff with it. So uh, I hope you like what's coming. Yeah, and pretty excited about it. Just to mention, I noticed that you do have... Uh, a well, mentioned in the commentary, a new writer on the the Kingery as well. That's right. We have Jared Page on on the uh, writing staff this year, so you'll be getting his. Uh, I think his first script is the fourth one of this season, but I'm not positive. I, I think so. so. Yeah, I think that was it. All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening. Thank you, Jeffrey, for joining me. Thank you for your excellent work, Christopher. And we will see all of you next month. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs>